At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio. Got the club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut and she Tuesday. Club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut and she Tuesday. Club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut and she Tuesday. Club going up on the Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut and she Tuesday. Squad going. Nobody flipping packs now. I just did three in a row. Them shoulders back to back to back now. Put the world on a sound. You know, party in the weekend. Ain't got no motherfucking time. The party on the weekend. Tell Jello, bring the juice. We about to get lit. Fill the room up with some things One night open, this is this Always working all the Overtime and not all time Shit is crazy back home It kills me that I'm not around I think we getting too deep Shit I'm talking might be too true Upstairs, I got Zans in the Advil bottle I don't take them shits, but you do So I got them for you I don't need the pills I'm just gonna have another drink And when I'm putting working on the weekend I look back on this and think How we had the club going up On a Tuesday Got your girl in the cut she Tuesday Club going up Got your girl in the cut she Tuesday Club going up on a Tuesday Got your girl in the cut she Tuesday Club going up on a Tuesday Got your girl in the cut she Tuesday Working Monday night On the corner flipping hard Made at least 3,000 On the boulevard been working graveyard shifts every other weekend. Ain't got no fucking time to party on the weekend. I've been flipping in the house, making jugs on the highway. I've been riding out of state, making money like my way. I don't think that I should dance. Just gonna have another drink I'm doing my stance You know my lip pink I got the loudest of the loud 
no more gas Think My P.O. think I'm in the house Don't give a damn about what she thinks Got the club going up On a Tuesday Got your girl in the cut she Tuesday Club going up On a Tuesday Got your girl in the cut she Tuesday Club going up And the whole point of tonight 
is to talk to you guys. But let me just let me just lay the foundation and tell you what I've been up to. Boy Crazy Radio hasn't been here for about two weeks. I don't know about you guys, but I have missed you guys so much. I mean, I feel left alone with all the bad choices I make for myself when you and I talk, you know? When, when you know, we break down the wall of being strangers or, or merely friends on the interweb, and we actually talk one-on-one. Because I think this is also important to do Boy Crazy Radio because it, it, it reminds us all of the forgotten art form of the phone call. Phone calls are romantic. FaceTime, super scary. FaceTime is okay sometimes. But phone call. You can, you can be laying around not wearing pants. Uh, who knows what you're wearing? You can have a facial mask on, what have you, whatever, but you're making like an intimate connection with your voice. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'm already off topic. Uh, you guys, we have the number. We're back from the holidays. Let's just all take a breath. Um, here's what I did. All right. So it's been a two-week two week hiatus from Boy Crazy Radio. I'm off. I'm living my life. I decided, since I had just gotten out of a relationship, I was in, uh, for those of you who have tuned in before, um, I was in like a year and a half relationship or whatever. I was heartbroken. It was sad. It had to end. Technically, I ended it, but it did not feel good to end it, but it was never, it wasn't going anywhere. It was long distance. Anyway, so the goal of the holidays was to keep as busy as possible. Keep keep as busy as possible. Uh, I wanted to finish writing this thing that I've been writing that means a lot to me. so Christmas Eve, I go to a friend of the family's house. I go to this old-timey, it's like a, it's my mom's, oh, I'm already bored by this story. I go to my childhood friend's grandparents' house. And the grandparents are this actress, Anne Margaret, and her husband, Roger. We go over to their house. I go over to their house uh, because I've been going there since I was little. And uh, that was interesting and exciting. It was fancy and dynamic and fun and great. It ended very early because we're not talking about uh, teenagers or 20-somethings wanting to raise. These are like, you know, these are grandparents here. So I went over there. The place was all decked out, Christmassy styled, had dinner, fantastic, exciting life. Uh, it's bizarre being a latchkey kid. Like, I'm like a poor kid from Hollywood. But if, you tell, if I tell people I was born and raised in Hollywood or West Hollywood, I think people think I'm a trust fund baby, which I am not. And so, and it's bizarre because my upbringing is so, it's so eclectic because I've had entree into seeing the lives of like very well-off people, but that's not my life, but I've like seen it and been very close to it, but it's not my life. So that's like just like a, a bizarre reality. It's as if like when you were younger and you watched like Beverly Hills 90210, the original, or, you know, the new one or whatever, which has already also been canceled. Um, it would be as if you could step into the TV and like hang out with those people and then go back home to your like shithole that you live in like Wisconsin or wherever you're from. Not that there's anything wrong with Wisconsin, but I'm sure there's a lot of shit that's wrong with Wisconsin. <gasps> All right. I gotta, I gotta breathe. <clears throat> I'm just excited to be back. I'm excited. Um, so I did that, and then I thought, because I've never done this before, I wanted to go celebrate. I wanted, I wanted to go experience midnight mass at a church, because that's where they hold them. So and on a side note of a side note, you guys, I know you've got the telephone number, but I just want to say, if you're too much of a pussy to call into the actual Boy Crazy radio show, tweet me your question at Alexi Wasser, 
And you can also email me your question or comment or thought or dilemma or whatever, whatever it is you need from me. Um, email me that at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject big sis. And if you're listening to the live show and you're, actually, and you're not listening to a rebroadcast and you're tuning in on a Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, then I hope you're enjoying the slideshow that I've prepared that plays along with the broadcast on boycrazyradio.com. I'm just throwing it all out there. I'm giving you all the, all the info. All right. So the grandparenty, old-timey Christmas Eve dinner thing ends pretty, pretty early, like at like 8 o'clock or 8.30 or something. I'm on my way home. I'm driving. I've been mellow. I've been sequestered and secluded in my apartment for basically the entire holiday season. I love it. It's fantastic. But I'm thinking, it's Christmas Eve. I don't want to have to wait another year to, uh, to experience a midnight mass. So I had tweeted that I want to go to a midnight mass days prior, and one of my girlfriends, uh, Ariana, said that she wanted to go too. But people flake in L.A. People are flakes. What does it all mean? I don't know. So I texted her on Christmas Eve, and I said, uh, hey, I'm going to do this. Do you want to do this? And it was like hours away from midnight. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I want to do it. My family's falling asleep. This is bullshit. Okay, by the time I'm out of here, I'm in Pasadena. I'll meet you downtown. We'll go to, we'll go to the thing. We'll go to midnight mass. It's awesome. So I stay awake. It's not that difficult. I'm, uh, I'm not old. It's like 11.30 p.m. I call an Uber. I go to the, the whatever. It's like the, I don't know, the, the holy grail of churches downtown uh, on of wizardry, I don't know, whatever. I go to a church, and I feel like, I mean, I don't go to church. I never had to go to church, so I feel like, you know, everybody knows I don't belong there or whatever, even though there are a lot of cool, I mean, this is totally fucked up, all this shit I'm saying, but, like, there are lots of cute people, as if people who go to church and believe in God should be, like, have, like, a some kind of fucking red mark emblazoned on their face or something. I don't, I don't know. Like, which is, I'd probably still be into that. I'd probably still be attracted to that. Anyway, okay. So I get there, and I'm, like, having this church experience. And I'm actually, like, I can't, because I'm newly single and because I'm doing something that's out of my comfort zone and new, I'm, like, looking around as if, like, it is, like, a bar. Like, I'm there to, like, pick up guys or something. So I'm looking around the, the church. I'm checking out people's shoes. I want to see if they're wearing cute outfits and how tall they are. I'm trying to get a gauge on height and whatever, outfits and, you know, faces and vibes. Anyway, then I realize I'm in church. My girlfriend gets there, my platonic female friend, I mean, and uh, plops down next to me, and we both feel like we're, like, the wicked girls who are going to get struck by lightning and, like, we're the bad girls in church. And it's kind of a sexy, exciting feeling. And then, uh, you know, I'm being respectful. The people are singing, the choir's going, and it's awesome. That's really cool. The feeling was really neat. Uh the preachy people were preaching, and uh, and it was funny, though, because I was, like, into it. I mean, like, I, whatever I believe in, I'm spiritual, I I believe in stuff. I'm not going to get into it now, but I believe in something, and I'm a spiritual person, but I've never been raised with religion. Like, I had a Christmas tree, and my dad was, like, a self-loathing Jew, and so I I identify with Jewish culture, but I don't practice any, you know, I don't practice any Jewish, uh, I, I don't partake in any holidays, any Jewish holidays or whatever. 
And I don't and I don't get a tree because I'm just lazy. But I love trees and I love all the shit that goes along with Christmas. Whatever, except for the Christ part because I don't quite understand that. But whatever. So I'm in church and the the dudes are preaching and the preacher guy. I just thought it was hilarious because that's where I finally learned what Christmas is all about. That's how out of the loop I am. That's how much I don't care about religion. That I have no clue what it's all about. And the guy and when the guy was you know, telling the story about Christ and blah, 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 snore, whatever. One of the things he kept saying was, it happened. It was true. I mean, this happened. This happened. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, dude, I'm thinking to myself, like, just, just tell the story. Tell the story. But don't, don't, don't keep uh, hammering home that it, that it happened because that's making it seem like it. But whatever. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't want to, whatever. It was interesting. It was all interesting to me. Believe in whatever you want to believe in. That's great. Then, then everybody starts getting up, and they're all filing to the front and getting in a line. And, uh, you know, I whisper to my friend, what's this all about? I'm looking around. I'm like, what is this? Where are they all going? And they're all going to, like, get, like, a cracker and take a sip out of the wine jug or whatever, or the wine, the pretty wine cup. And everybody is going up to this cup, this beautiful goblet, and, 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 all the partakers, all the churchgoers are like taking a sip of, of the wine in the goblet that the church practitioners are holding. See, I don't even know that the priest or whoever these people are, whatever, that the priest is holding. They're all sipping out of the priest's goblet, wine goblet. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get up and get in this line, but like, this is insane. Like, the, the people are getting having a sip of the drink, and then the priest person like wipes the mouth part of the goblet off so that the next person can take a sip and I'm thinking oh my god okay so this is why everybody has cold sores this is how everybody you know little kids and everybody and their parents and everyone is getting like herpes one hsv one it's because of church this is wild are you fucking kidding me no thank you so I get up anyway because I want to see what this is all about and I'm standing in line and standing in line, like, you know, I'm finally, I'm next. And my girlfriend is in, uh, in, the, in another line kind of next to me, but she's doing her own thing and I'm having my own experience. And when I get to the front, I say to the lady holding the crackers or the wafers, I say, uh, so I don't, I, I don't, I don't really know what to do. Do I just grab one or do you put it on my tongue or what do we do here? And she says, oh, you've, you've never been you've never done this before? You've never been baptized? You, you've never done communion? And I went, no, no, never. And she goes, oh, well, may I bless you? And I went, please. So she puts her hand on, on my shoulder and she says like some blessing, like may Jesus something or other, like, you know, whatever, some kind of blessing. And then the blessing is over. She's like, bless, bless you, my child or, or something. And I just stand there and I look at her and I go, well, thank you. Um, so do I still get a cracker? And then she just stands there and looks at me and goes, no. And I thought it was a joke. Very quickly I realized it was not a joke. I didn't get a cracker. I can't believe it. She didn't even let me have a cracker. And I was like totally confused. I, I, you know, I meet up with my friend and I went, did you get a cracker? And my friend goes, no. I think I blew it. I, I, they asked me if I went to communion. I, I didn't go to communion. I, I didn't get a cracker. And I went, me? Neither. Neither one of us got a cracker. This is unbelievable. 
we were fine on the wine part because we both didn't want to, you know, get a cold or a cold sore or whatever. But no crackers? Un-fucking-believable. And then we took, then we lit some candles. Uh, we did the thing. It was kind of sweet because uh, at one point they make you, like, look around and, like, hug your neighbors and stuff. And I thought, this is sweet. We should do this all the time. I would do this at, like, you know, cafes or whatever. I, it was great. Um then we went and we took some fun selfies and lit some candles and uh, looked like hooligans in church, like the bad girls in church taking selfies, making the peace sign. And I had a red ribbon in my hair. And if you want to check it out, it's on my Instagram account, at Alexi Watcher. Feel free to leave a comment. Uh, and, be, and let's be friends. Let's be friends. Let's hug each other over the Internet like I did in church with real people. So that's what I did on, uh, on Christmas Eve. That was my Christmas Eve story, and I'm gonna shut. I'm gonna shut the fuck up now. And I'm gonna get to the phone call seven eight zero six four nine. I want to listen to your problems, your dilemmas, what's going on with you, and whatever you want to ask. Uh, area code seven zero two. Oh hey, Alexi. Oh hello. What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? And then tell me everything. We've talked uh, twice. Uh, Tommaso from Vegas. It's Tommaso. He's calling from Vegas. Well, tell me your tell me your age again. 26, well, 26 actually in less than a month. Okay, so you're 25. Let's just cut the bullshit. You're 25. Let's yeah, I know. Down. I'm trying to make it sound fancier. Yeah, but they're going to be like 50 and be like, uh, why was I in such a hurry? You're no kidding. I don't even want to be 26. I don't even want to be 25. Okay, relax. I mean, come on. Find a happy medium. A happy medium. 25 is fantastic. 26, 26 is when your frontal lobe will solidify and all of a sudden things will click into place. I swear, I promise you. But anyway, what's going on with you? Oh, well, you know, I just uh, figured I'd call in because I haven't called you in in a while. Well, we've been on hiatus, so. And by we, I mean yeah. me. Yeah, and I've been out of town for a while. I really been, I've been on the East Coast visiting family for the holidays, so I really didn't get a chance to call anybody. Well, at least you have people to call. What's going on with you? Do you have a... Uh... Do you have a problem, or do you, are you noticing anything, or did you have a question? Uh, well, uh, last time we talked, you know, you were happy to hear that I had a girlfriend. Yes. Uh, and you didn't have a girlfriend. Sat- you didn't have a girlfriend. I mean, I'm very proud of you. Okay, so you had how's the thing with your girlfriend going? Well, we actually we recently broke up. It was mutual. It was no big deal. Oh no! <laughs> no, Hello? didn't leave on a sad note at all. She just. She got offered an epic job in New York City, and she, has, you know, I told her to go for it. All right. Well, then, well, then you got no problems, and you're uh, you're holding up the phone lines for people with real legitimate problems. Should I put you on hold, and then I'll come back to you? Yeah, no worries, Alexi. Oh, then no worry. I'm just teasing you. But happy New Year! I'm putting you on hold anyway, in case for whatever reason you ring out some kind of uh, epic dilemma or casual dilemma that you thought. Oh wait, I want to ask Alexi this. Uh, area code nine oh nine. Hi, Alexi. Hello, 909. What's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? Hi, I'm Janelle. I'm 20, and I'm calling from L.A. Oh, my God. Tell me everything. What's happening? I feel like you and I are both <laughs> going through I feel like you and I are both going through the same stuff, even though I don't know you. I just feel like uh, I'm, I'm physically, uh, we're like soulmates or something. Oh, my God. Excuse no, me. I'm so... I'm so amazed that I actually went through this, because I've been listening to you for a couple of years. And I go to school in New York, and one of the Virgin billboards up there has you on it, like it's literally by my place. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you know what? 
it's like on your guardian angel looking after you. So you, you probably had a great yeah, Christmas. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, the billboard in Soho. Oh, this is great. <laughs> well, uh, you're welcome. Merry Christmas. What's what's going on with you? Okay, so I have this boy who I actually met on Tinder. I don't know your feelings on that. I'll tell you in a moment, but go on. Okay, so anyway, whatever. Met him on Tinder. He's in New York right now, um, and I'm in LA, so won't be seeing him for a while because I'm actually studying abroad in like a couple weeks. Um, but you know, I caught feelings, blah blah blah, and I see him like on social media all the time, like. I don't know, you know, flirting with other girls or, like, liking other girls' pictures and stuff like that. And I don't want to feel, like, so bad about it because we're not even, like, anything really, you know? Yeah. um, I don't know. I've just been feeling really bad about, like, that situation. Like, just, like, I don't know, boys suck. And, like, I tried – we tried to date while I was still in New York and everything, but – he was, like, so iffy about everything and, like, didn't know what he wanted. And, like, how do you deal with that? Like, I don't I don't even know how I got so attached. But from a hey, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Slow down, slow down. I want to understand this. So, wait. You tried dating. You met him on Tinder in New York while you were there in school. Now you're in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. So, when you were in New York, you guys tried to date. And what happened? What went wrong? Um, He was just, like, so iffy about things. Like, he, I guess he didn't really want to. Well, I wasn't really asking for anything, like, serious commitment or anything, but he was so confused about whether, like, he wanted to be exclusive or not or, like, just he was – I guess he just didn't want to put in, like, the complete effort because he felt like, I don't know, like – I don't I don't even know actually. I don't don't know what to put – like, I don't want to put words in his mouth. Like, I don't know why he wouldn't really put in, like, the complete effort. He kind of wanted, like, the whole – um, I guess like um, friends being friends my boyfriend, yeah, without putting in the work. Okay, wait. I don't. Here's here's what I'm getting. You liked a guy. You met him on Tinder. He uh, he exerted the minimum effort to keep your attention. So he basically did nothing. Continues to flirt with other girls. Isn't contacting yeah. you. Now you're out of town. You used to like him. You're hung up on him. He's doing nothing. Yeah. Probably like making out, fucking other girls. But here's the thing. We're over mm-hmm. this guy. This guy this guy is the only thing you have in your mind, so you're harping on him and you're obsessing over it because that's what we do, and I get that. But I'm going to say a few things, and I want you to hear me and I, to uh-huh. help you get over we, we have to get over this guy. I'm going to be with you on this. We're going to get over him together, okay, because I've dated these okay. guys too. You know? So here's, <laughs> yeah. here's one. God, I, I didn't even have uh, very much caffeine today, and I am just so, like, caffeinated in the and I have a caffeinated vibe without the uh, caffeine okay here I'm going to tell you here's a quote that I heard yesterday that is so perfect for what you're going through right now and here it is okay don't don't treat a person like a priority if they treat you like an option does oh, that make yeah. sense mm-hmm. so you're like he sounds like a loser. Maybe he's this wonderful person to other people and whatever. Probably not. Yeah. He sounds like he sounds like a fucking loser. He's flirting with other girls, and you're getting all wrapped into the same thing that you know that a lot of people do, me included. And it's not the greatest. We start looking to see whose photos they like, and then you go on a weird like Instagram K hole where you're like, Yeah, yeah. It's you know, so bad. And, and you know what? 
And here's the thing that I have to do for myself. So I'm going to give you the same advice I give myself because this actually helps me. Oh, there are two things. You have to mm-hmm. every okay. There are a few things actually. And bear with me, but I, I really want you to listen. I really want you to like download and hear what I am going to say. All right. Okay. You have a lot of thoughts in your head, and and yeah. uh, and they shouldn't all be made to be taken very seriously. The thoughts mm-hmm. are going to be happening in your head all the time. The, all these thoughts are happening, the obsession about the guy, that you're thinking about the th- size of your thighs, you've got to go get a coffee, you're running errands, you've got to pay bills, <laughs> you've got schoolwork, you've got your parents, you want your friends to like you, you don't know what that girl, what that weird look she just gave you meant. There are all these thoughts, and a million other things, like there's all these thoughts happening in your brain and you yeah. have to like and 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 what we naturally do because we're like living unconsciously is we naturally just we, we 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 buy into every single thought and we make all of them important and we obsess mm-hmm. and it keeps well, and it keeps us from doing way cooler shit and it and and it, and and it keeps you from being in control because the reality is you're in control of what you put your attention on. You don't have to be feeling bad about this guy. You really don't have mm-hmm. to be feeling bad about him or looking at his Instagram. But it takes strength and it takes, like, being able to get the power back over your your mind and where you put your attention. So you've got mm-hmm. to take back control of where you put your attention. So the next time you're, you're like, starting to go in a weird K-hole, uh, like you're going to go look at his Instagram, stop yourself. Yeah. And you actually literally <laughs> okay. have to... You have to take your attention and go, stop it, stop it. What else can we do right now? Stop. Like you you decide if you feel bad or if you feel good. Even though you, a lot of people don't believe that and they think, no, I have to mm-hmm. feel bad. He's not paying attention to me. Of course I'm going to feel bad. He's not paying attention to me. But you don't have to feel bad if he's not paying attention to you because you can put your attention on something else. Like, I don't know. And it doesn't have to be about love or guys or dating, but uh-huh. in a romantic but if you're but it's if it's over the holidays and you're in a romantic mood and you're feeling lonely and you want to think about love stuff, well, you can make a list. I always tell people who call mm-hmm. me, this is a fun thing to do. Make a list of the kind of relationship, the kind of love you want to find. Just make a fun mm-hmm. list and you daydream. Then you're like daydreaming. That's fun. Then make a list of accomplishments that have nothing to do with love and, and men, whatever. Make a list of accomplishments things that you want to accomplish, all right? And bring yeah. what you're doing. And is it all of this making sense? Yeah, it is. So then then when you're do, making these lists for yourself about, like, places you want to, there's the, there's the make a list of places you want to travel, make a list of things you want to accomplish, make a list of careers you're interested in, make a list of, like, everyday things you need to do to get towards achieving, you know, a, a great future for yourself, to getting towards that that career you want to get towards, whether it's like you have to write a paper or you have to take a photography class or you have to apply mm-hmm. to a college or a graduate program, whatever, or get a book or download an audio, whatever it is. Like bring all the attention that you put on feeling insecure, worrying about a guy, worrying about whatever it is you're worrying about and bring it all mm-hmm. back to you and how you can make your life awesome so it makes all these other people just look like and I don't mean to take it to a negative place because that's not the right answer either. Yeah. But it, but make it like they all just fall away. This dude, he's not good enough for you, but you're you're making him so important. You're making him so important. <laughs> Stop it. 
you know? I know, okay. And, wow. And get, yeah. and get and get get the fuck off Tinder because you know what I've decided? I was I was thinking about, oh maybe Tinder's fun. Maybe that is the wave of the future. Maybe it's just what a but you know what? If you don't mm-hmm. want to be fine and this is for everybody and anybody listening to the live show, to the rebroadcast, if you don't want your life to go towards the way life is going, if you don't want to fall into the, the, the line of people who are like, well, this is how we meet people. This is what romance is. We're all online. <laughs> if you don't want to do that, don't do it. Like, don't. Meet people in person. Meet people at dinner parties. Meet people at parties. Meet people with your friends. Meet people in class. Meet people at home. Mm-hmm. Meet people, you know what I mean? Like, I don't like Tinder because, I mean, I'm sorry. I just feel I'm way too cool for Tinder. I'm just too cool for Tinder. And if you want to be too cool <laughs> yeah. for Tinder, be, be too cool for Tinder. But it's just like a fucking meat market. And it, and it's, and I get why people are on it. And I know why mm-hmm. I looked at it and checked it out. Because I, I went on it like three or four times for like a half hour mm-hmm. at a time. And I like, it was so fun. Because all of these things, and I'm not saying I'm not addicted to Instagram because I fucking am. But Instagram, yeah. Facebook, Tinder, Twitter, all this shit especially if you don't have some kind of thing you're promoting. And in my case, I'm promoting Boy Crazy Radio or I'm boycrazy.com or me mm-hmm. or whatever, the, you know. If you don't have something you're promoting, I would say, you know, it's be careful with these things and use them in moderation because what they are are loneliness eliminators and and they like. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they are. Like, yeah, the people, we really have to be like really mindful about like, the balance of human interaction, phone calls, real life meetings, and then also mm-hmm. like how much we put into like, well, I'm gonna, I'm watching porn, or I'm meeting people on Tinder, I'm jerking off, I'm pretending to be this one <laughs> side of myself, or I'm only okay with like, I'm like a robot on my computer. It's like there's a happy medium. So it's just uh anyway. So get off Tinder and don't mm-hmm. worry about this dude. And and like you know, just know your worth. You're cool. This guy. If he likes you, if he doesn't like you, whatever, we're over him, yeah. that he's done, you you got to, like, leave yourself open to be treated the way you want to be treated by a different person. Others, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay? So does that okay. help at all? It does. It does. It really does. Like, just to refocus and not, like, go down this weird, like, what was the word you were using for that? K-hole. Like, when you, yeah, that. <laughs> Yeah, and the thing is also remember, because this is, this is hard to remember, and I can totally relate to all this because I'm, like, you know, newly single and I'm out there and I'm, you know, having adventures again as a single girl. And, like, mm-hmm. and I just have to remember, like, okay, don't if, – if a guy doesn't like me, it doesn't mean, like, I suck. It means he doesn't like me. I'm not for him. And, and I'll, I also don't like some other people, but it doesn't mean I condemn them to a life of, like, they're, they're you're a loser. I don't like you. You suck. It's like, no, you're just not – Sometimes two people aren't right for each other, but you can still be friends or you can wish them well from a distance and have yeah. compassionate detachment. You know what I mean? Like, so don't wrap your whole self-worth up in one guy mm-hmm. not liking you because it's just, it's not, it's a false reality. It's not, you know? Yeah. You know, you're awesome. That's you're, true. You're all, you're all good. Yeah. And I'm dealing with it too because I'm single now too. So I'm like right out there with you and you know, making lots of mistakes, doing stupid stuff, drinking too much, regretting it, (laughs) uh, getting into weird situations, waiting for guys to call me, knowing that they won't, and then hoping hoping they text. Anyway, whatever. (laughs) Um, I have one more question. Okay, so 
Well, I have kept in contact with them and stuff, but how do you deal with someone or like when do you draw the line when you're like, okay, I'm going to keep trying or like, all right, I'm done? Did everything I just say? If he's giving you like mixed signals. Mixed signals do nothing. That's all you have to do is nothing. And then if he reaches out to you. But but here's the thing though. Get off Tinder and. Mm -hmm. No, I've actually been off of it since I met him. I know. Okay, but you know what? But he yeah. but here's the thing. He isn't, and he said he's flirting with other girls. We're done talking about him. All you have to do with this guy is nothing. Mm-hmm. And, all, okay. and also, like, you know, like there's, there are other people. Leave yourself open for other people and let them let them see how everything unfolds and let, let a new person kind of come to you and don't, don't try to force anything. Like, you know, like I met somebody the other day, and, uh-huh. you know, I had a nice experience with them. Uh, and then... I I don't want to go into detail. Never mind. I had a nice experience uh, this, this weekend, and like, and then I'm not gonna like force it. I don't. I'm like kind of old school, where it's like even though I'm uh, a modern girl, and sometimes I move too quickly, and I say lots of things, and I'm loud and can mm-hmm. be obnoxious sometimes. I I want to see naturally what a man does, and like if he pursues me, and. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do anything. And then and if he pursues me and then I know there's like a back and forth going, it's like a, a cool thing, then I'll engage in it. But like if you have to do all this work and you start forcing it, it's just like that's not the kind of thing you want to be in. I just know it. You don't. Yeah. And I don't either. Yeah. So, so like fuck this dude. Okay? We're done. Okay. Okay, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Focus on yourself and, and, and you'll meet somebody new. Don't worry about it. And you'll meet like a better, cooler person. I promise. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Goodbye. Phone <laughs> lines are open. I dare you to call me. I dare you to motherfucking call me. Oh, God, I'm cursing so much. This is horrible. <sighs> totally unnecessary. Phone lines are open. And by phone lines, I mean phone line. Actually, there are phone lines. It's plural. Uh, telephone number is 646-378-0649. Well, wait, let me try to say that sexy. How can I say that number sexy? <clears throat> Phone lines are open. No, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> All right. Um, what else happened? So New Year's Eve rolls around, and I went over to a girlfriend's house, and she had, had a beautiful, you know, kind of small, intimate, adult, a useful, chic, hip, happening, yet adult party. Everybody looked beautiful, cool dresses, great haircuts. I brought mistletoe. Uh, lovely house. Anyway, so it's New Year's Eve, and once again, I have, I, have, I have zero expectations of New Year's Eve. That was my main goal. On New Year's Eve, I knew I had a place to go, and I was going to be cozy with my friends. That was it. I didn't have any romantic, uh, you know, what is that? prospects. I had no real romantic prospects. There were going to be like two guys there that I had seen photos of that my girlfriend who was throwing the party, she sent them to me. And, uh, but I was like, you know what? I don't know these guys overall. Like I just want to make new friends. Like they, I'm excited to, to meet these guys. So maybe, maybe we'll be new friends, but, but really it's just, I just want it to be a mellow night. And here's why New Year's Eve sucks you, tries so hard to suck you in because it has like the most, the most intense, desperate energy in the air ever and like you know even though even if you think you're above it it just tries so hard to suck you in and sometimes it does for the most part 
it does where it's like you start the day off with, hey, no big deal. It's just another day. And then all of a sudden you're like, it's like 7 o'clock and you're like, where are we going? What's the cool party? Oh, my God, what are you doing? What are you doing? And you're like sending out texts and you're like in your car and it's 11.45 and you're driving between parties. And you're trying to find the best spot and, you know, looking for the next best thing. And ah! So I did not want to do that this year. Last year I had a horrible New Year's. I was in a relationship. I got too drunk. Um, I guess I have like a weird yearly uh, drunken situation or something. But yeah, New Year's Eve, I didn't eat enough. That's the problem for women. If you don't eat enough and then you drink too fast and too much or too much and too fast or whatever, women don't metabolize alcohol the same way and we're so much more more sensitive to alcohol. And if you drink really fast and like you try to down a drink really fast, I wrote this on my, on my, uh, on imboycrazy.com in a post, the blind leaving the blind yesterday. Um, it's a top 10 list I do whenever I decide to post them. Um, but it's the final one on there and it's about like being careful, girls being careful about drinking because that happened to me last New Year's. I think I tried to like, and I'm, yeah, I tried to drink a drink too fast, like, oh, you were going to go? Or, or oh, hey, or, you know, yeah, let's go dance. I'm going to down this drink really fast. And it fucking hits your, al- it hits your bloodstream and your blood alcohol level spikes. And then you get, like, amnesia the next day. And amnesia is, that's what a blackout is. There are two things. I did, I did all this research online um, just to know about all this stuff because it's fascinating and it's terrifying. And girls in college and girls in general, young girls, women in general actually go through this because we're fucking sensitive and we try to keep up with men but it's not even that we're trying to keep up with men we're just out and about trying to have a good time and then we don't take care of ourselves and we're not responsible and we don't you know we aren't like paying attention and that's why I want to call attention to this but yeah or uh we don't we don't metabolize alcohol the same way men do so uh yeah so there are two different types of blackouts there's a brownout and a blackout and uh, ugh, I hate the word brown. I don't want to say I don't want anything that sounds like bathroom humor or bathroom anything. I just don't even like saying the word brown. Ugh, but then I draw attention to my insecurity. I draw attention to the, disgust, the disgusting nature of things that uh, I don't want to talk about. But whatever. You guys weren't even thinking that way. So anyway, there's a brownout and a blackout. A brownout is when you have, uh, like the next day, you remember patches. And they're hazy, fuzzy bits of what happened the night before. A blackout is when you just can't remember an entire chunk of time. They're both horrible. Both of those situations are horrible because you're like, oh, my God, you, anything could happen. Somebody could, uh, you could end up in bed with somebody. You could uh, vandalize property. You could fucking get in, get in a car and hurt somebody. You could get in a fight. You could get, any, who knows what could happen, but it's terrifying. So that's what happened. So last year, yes, I was safe, but I, drank too much and I was like totally belligerent to my ex-boyfriend. It was horrible. It was like the worst. So I did not want to be like that this year as a single woman with people I'm not sleeping with. Um, So I get to the house and I get to the house and I'm scraped. I bring mistletoe. I set it up. I'm I'm barely doing anything. Uh, And then we did this nice thing where we wrote down what we wanted to get rid of. Uh, things that we wanted to leave behind in 2014 that we're going to throw in the fireplace. So that was lovely. And then the countdown happens. And there are two guys at the party. There's this one guy who has a, who's gorgeous, with like beast on lips, who has a great job, lives in another city. And then there's this other guy who's like same age, 
musician, doesn't have a car. That's totally fine, too. He's gorgeous. He looks like he could be in the Rolling Stones, or it's probably wrong, but whatever. He's, they're both lovely. So I'm trying to, like, outgrow my attraction to musicians, and, and yet I'm also trying not to, like, have a crush on somebody who lives in another city because my last relationship was with a musician who lives in another city who's, like, the, you know, both of these guys combined. Anyway, and I also – so, they're, you know, they're two cute guys is a thing that are single, whatever. I also was like, whatever happens, I don't, I don't care, but I'm not trying to, like, have some kind of skeezy makeout in, yeah, at this, like, adult – at the chic adult-esque kind of party. Like, I'm not trying to do that. Like, so anyway, but, you know, I wouldn't have minded if some guy just, like, grabbed me and made out with me uh, at midnight, which is what they were supposed to have done. Anyway, so the countdown is happening. We all file outside. The countdown's happening. And I even get the sense that the men might not know that they should fucking, uh, you know, grow a dick and grab a girl and kiss her. So I go, make, make sure you're standing near somebody that you want. Make sure you kiss somebody at midnight. Uh, and then my girlfriend goes, yeah, stand, stand next to somebody you want to kiss. Kiss somebody at midnight. That's the plan. So the countdown's happening, and I'm standing next to, like, I have not, I'm not doing this on purpose. I swear to God. I happen to be standing next to the adorable musician at midnight just because, I'm not trying to try. That's where I'm standing. I'm not. I'm just standing there. There are girls around me too. I mean, he had his pick, but I was closer. I was closest. And the countdown's happening, and it's like three, three, two, one. Happy New Year! And the dude, the musician dude, is literally staring at his phone the entire countdown and the Happy New Year bit. He's staring at his phone not paying attention to anything. Of course, I'm taking it personally, but he's not paying attention to anything. And then I just, like, gave my friends some hugs. I just, like, hugged. And it was fine. It was like, all right, does this mean I'm ugly? No. No, Alexi. Don't say that. Don't say that about yourself internally. You're not ugly. Everything's fine. This is what it is. It's kind of funny. And then later, I couldn't stop talking about it. I couldn't stop talking. I, I had to make it into a joke that I thought was hilarious because that's how I thought. I just thought, like, we're on an episode of, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm, like, the you know, like, the college years or something but I'm Larry David and like and then and then I made this guy recreate him ignoring me uh at, during the countdown and it's also on my Instagram scroll down you'll find a video of me recreating being ignored by this guy starring me and the guy at Alexi Wasser on Instagram uh so there's that yes there's that and uh what else happened Later, I did get a kiss. Later, I did get a kiss. That is none of your goddamn business. Anyway, phone lines are still open. I'm going to go to my Twitter, see if anybody's commenting, saying hello and whatnot. I have one thing. It says, oh, hello. Uh, who is this? On Twitter from uh, Maritza. She says, Alexi Wasser, love you. I'm listening. Uh, I love the slideshow. It's awesome, by the way. Uh, and hashtag big sis. I think I read that completely wrong. But she said that she's listening and she likes the slideshow. So I appreciate that. Thank you very much. If anybody else would like to uh, tweet me a question, a thought, a comment, a concern, feel free to do so at uh, Alexi Wasser on Twitter. Oh, I'm going to also go to the uh, to the messages to the email section. You can write me an email with all the details of your uh, turmoil. Send those to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject big sis. 
All right. Here's an email I just received, and it says, Alexi, a month ago, I got out of a two-year relationship, and I'm doing pretty well. But I am starting to think it's because I have a new guy to distract myself with. We went on one date, and it went okay. He paid for my cappuccino, and we talked for hours. Except my sentences made no sense at all. I couldn't explain myself and look like a fool. He is very intelligent. He's a very, very intelligent guy. And I don't want to come off as a ditzy, shallow girl. I don't even know if it's the right time to get into another relationship. Maybe I just want sex. I have no idea what he wants. I just don't know what he wants. He probably wants sex too, but I don't know what else he wants. (laughs) We also went to high school together, and he wasn't the relationship sort of guy. But maybe a little bit of maturity changes things. He also says he doesn't like to text much because he'd rather talk in person. I kind of like that. But also, I don't know how to communicate with him or if I should text him at all. We're going on a date this Thursday at a pool hall. And my excitement is building, especially between my loins. Ooh. <laughs> I hope a first kiss is in store. Also, I'm 18 in first year university and have no idea where my life is going. I hope I gave you enough information about my situation. If not, I'll call eventually. I will. I'll call. Thanks for your time and thoughts, Alexi. I wish I could be as fun-loving and beautifully bold as you are. Oh, hey, thank you. Uh, Signed, a girl who forgot to date. Hey, listen, you. Listen, you girl who says you forgot to date. Don't you. Oh, listen. Don't sell yourself so short. You did not forget how to date. You didn't, you're in the midst of it. This is it. You just got out of a relationship. And let me tell you something. Just like me and the last girl who called and all the other girls and people in general, but mainly girls, you're thinking a lot. All right? You don't know what he wants. You're seven steps ahead of the whole game. You might not even like him. You're nervous. You're having a hard time communicating. You might not even like this guy. All right? But you want him to like you, and you want to make out with him. And here's the thing. He says he doesn't like texting. You think you think that he, you think you know that he doesn't like relationships because he wasn't a relationship guy in high school. I mean, my God, you guys are so young. Here's the deal. You're lucky you got out of this with a free cappuccino. All right? Fantastic. But at least you know you're going on another date. I don't know how that happened, but remember, I mean you're probably you're prob- you're probably all discombobulated, which I can totally relate to when I'm in a nervous, uh, flirty situation with a guy I like. And it's all very new. But here's the thing. Whatever information was exchanged, it's led you to another date. You have an opportunity to become excited about and have a good time during. All right? Um, what else can I tell you? You don't know how to communicate with him. All right. Well, you don't know if you should text him or communicate. Here's the deal. If you know when the date is and you know... And you know when it is, and you know where it is. Um, then you don't need to text him anything. Just you can text him the day of or the day before, going, "Are we still on for tomorrow?" And then there you go. But keep it short and sweet. No big deal. You know you're going to see him. By the way, I can see a photo of you in your uh, in your Gmail that shows up with your email, and you're gorgeous. So you're fucking gorgeous. This guy is lucky to be hanging out with you. He's probably nervous also. Just text him the night before. Oh, Thursday. Today's Wednesday. We're going on a date this Thursday. Ah, got it. Yeah, text him now if you're listening or tomorrow uh, afternoon and just say, 
Hey, are we still on for tonight? I'm excited. That's all you have to say. Hey, are we on for tonight? Are we still on for tonight? I'm excited. Done. All right? Don't include the done. Just you get the picture. And there you go. You're allowed to exist. Don't put them on a pedestal. Remember that you're enough, all right? You're awesome. He wants to hang out with you. You've got to decide if you like him. Stop worrying about if he likes you. And just breathe. And even though I'm saying all this stuff to you, like, that should technically help you not be nervous, your body's going to react how it's going to react, and you're going to be nervous, you're going to be excited, and maybe you won't communicate like you usually do because you're getting it together and you're feeling butterflies and nerves and uneasiness because you you don't really know him and you want to be cool and all that stuff. But, you know, if he likes you, you guys will get past this. And and he probably won't even notice. He's probably nervous too. Or he'll notice that you're nervous and he'll just, you know, let you be nervous or accept you being nervous. He'll be with you through the nerves. You know what I mean? If it's meant to happen you guys are gonna and you guys are going to date, then it'll just happen. It's gonna it's gonna be whatever it's meant to be. All right? You know, just don't have too much to drink. Don't drink and drive. Hopefully you're not drinking at all. You're 18. I'm sorry. No, don't drink at all. Do not drink at all. Have a soda pop or whatever you guys do. If you're going to have sex, make sure you bring a condom or you have a condom. or But don't initiate anything you don't want to do. And don't do anything if he doesn't have a condom. Uh, not that you're even thinking about doing that, but, you know, have your make out. See how you feel. Maybe he's a horrible kisser. But, yeah. I hope that helped. Phone lines are open. 646-378-0649. Oh, that's not even sexy. That's like, it's just annoying. Um, going back to Twitter, at Alexi Wasser. Feel free to tweet me. Say hello. Who said something? Nightmare boy. Oh, my God. Listening whilst making a drink. How does one lure Alexi? Oh, how do you lure me? Well, nightmare boy. Thanks for listening. Well, let's see. Well, I just got out of a relationship with a musician. I'm trying not to date musicians, and I believe that you are a musician. But that's neither here nor there. I don't give a fuck about that because musicians are the best. They're the coolest. Uh, how do you lure me? You get my phone number. You call me, but nobody ever does that. So I know you're not going to do that. I know nobody's going to do that. Uh, I probably don't even want that to happen anymore. Um you get my phone number. Here's what you do if you want to lure Alexi. Know that she likes to be pursued. Um, you, you get her number. If you have her number, you text her. Um, you make a plan. You you pay for whatever the experience is that you uh, you, you plan with Alexi, which is fucked up because I'm I'm old fashioned. How dare you? Uh, let's see. Does that sound horrible? I don't want to have to tell people to pay for me. That's horrible. You know, I did go on a date. Or was it a date? It was a hang sesh that turned into, I don't know what it was. But I swear to God, now that I'm single, every time I have like a little like romantic uh, rendezvous or moment or flirtatious moment with, with a man who likes me or something lately, whenever I come home at the end of the day, a long day, I think, I wonder if he sent me flowers or where are my flowers? And I know he's not going to send me flowers because maybe I just met the person or maybe like, you know, we're not dating or they don't even have my address or that they would probably think that they seem insane 
and like they're coming on too strong if they sent me flowers. But I swear to fucking God, in my head, I'm like, well, God, it would have been really nice to come home to flowers. I mean, Jesus Christ, this is unbelievable. I'm done. I'm done with that guy who doesn't call me or text me. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to date anymore either, guys. It's a fucking, ugh, kind of cheese. All right, I'm going to stop talking about me and how to woo me. What do I really want? How do I want to be wooed? Thank God Nightmare Boy asked me that question. How the fuck do I want to be wooed? I don't know. You know what the thing is about dating that's really fucked up, especially if you've just gotten out of a relationship? And I've only just gotten out of something, well, I'll say three months ago, but it was like, uh, I mean, really, it's probably like two months ago. It's bizarre to be single again after being in a long-term monogamous thing. And I'm only ever in a relationship if it's epic and it's awesome and I want to be in it because otherwise, you know, it's, you know, when I get used to it and I am getting used to it, being single is also wonderful. It's wonderful. You can be creative. You can make stuff. I can write. I can do whatever. I can see all my friends and my family and whatever, blah, blah, blah. I can be schmackety. But in, in between, oh, the dating bullshit, I don't, I don't like people. I don't like feeling like I like, I'm like being decided on. Like, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Like, I don't even know if I like someone and then I'm putting myself in a situation where they're, like, deciding if my thighs are small enough or if I'm too tall or if my feet are too big, which they are. Um, anyway, but, like, I don't like it. I was like, oh, I don't, I, don't have, I don't have the time, you know? I'd rather just sleep with somebody I used to sleep with. At least I know that they used to love me. Oh, God. This is getting too real. Uh Oh, my God, it's 9.57 already? You guys, what a sincere sensation this has been. I think I'm going to wrap up the show, actually, because uh, unless unless I get some more tweets and some more, uh, I do have some more letters to answer. Uh, Janelle just uh, tweeted. Somebody named at Janelle Bunny says, called you. You're the best. Just what I needed to hear. Just what I needed to hear. Hashtag guardian angel. You're right, Janelle. I am your goddamn guardian angel. And I can be yours, too, guys. I can be your guardian angel as well, if you let me. Now what? All right. You guys, the holidays are over. We got to get back on track, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, I'm going to be back here, same place, same time, every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Boy Crazy Radio. Save the number in your smartphone, 646-378-0649. Um... Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexi Wasser. And you know what? I'm going to do one thing. I'm just in the mood to do this. When you call into Boy Crazy Radio, uh, I have your number on the screen, and I write down the number. And if you decide to hang up, well, I behave like a scorned ex-girlfriend who uh, who's stalking you, and I call you back. And that's what I'm going to do right now. If you hang up before I get a chance to talk to you. And you. Hello. Did you call into Boy Crazy Radio and then hang up before we got to talk? Uh, Call who? 
Did you call in to me, Alexi Celine Wasser, for Boy Crazy Radio and then hang up? Did I call you and hang up on you? Wait a minute. Let's no, ma'am. I think so. I, I, I truly believe you called in earlier to a, to, a, to a radio show, to a podcast impersonating a radio show, and then you, you hung up. No, ma'am. That couldn't have been me. Well, thank you for calling me ma'am, but it makes me feel old, so don't call me ma'am. But, uh, I mean, is there oh. anything going on in your love? Is there anything going on with you that you want to talk about that you feel like you just can't talk to anybody else about and I can just be your uh, safe haven? Uh, no, ma'am. No, thank you. Well, please stop calling me ma'am. All right. I doubt. I'm like, you're, oh, you're living sorry. a good life. You're living a good life. That's all, that's all I could wish for you anyway. Okay, good. I didn't. Glad, glad you're okay. Um, holy shit, guys. That was a close call. That was a close call. Um, wow. Well, I told you about uh, going to church. I told you about not getting the wafer, not not letting, not getting the, uh, getting a cracker. Um, hmm. Oh, my God. I'm checking my Twitter. Judah Friedlander is listening to Boy Crazy Radio right now. And you know what? Judah Friedlander, uh, the funniest comedian in the entire world. Uh, a, a series regular on 30 Rock. Ever heard of it? Yeah, me too, asshole. Uh, he just tweeted about the show. It's exciting because I hope to have Judah Friedlander on the show as a guest, doling out love advice and life advice to teens and tweens and 20-somethings and 30-somethings and whoever wants to call in. I, I hope to have him on the show at some point in 2015 if he'll do it. And it's really not that hard. All my guests are over the phone. All you have to do is call in. I mean, how lazy do you have to be to not be a guest on Boy Crazy Radio? My God. All right, guys. All right. What else do I want to tell you? Oh, if you like any of the intro songs or the outro songs that I play during Boy Crazy Radio, uh, they're all available on my Spotify playlist. It's called, uh, surprise, surprise, it's called the Boy Crazy Playlist. Just search Boy Crazy Playlist or my name, Alexi Wasser, on Spotify. Follow that playlist. My God, and other than that, here are the things that I got very into this holiday season. Uh, and These are all the things that I was totally obsessing over. Obsessing makes it sound like unhealthy, but whatever. These are the things that kept me in my apartment like a fucking hermit, and I loved it. I loved every second of it. I hate the fact that the holidays are over. I don't want to leave my apartment. I've, I was, I've been staying up till 6 in the morning every day, keeping the most bizarre hours, writing like a like a like a champion just writing and writing and writing and I love that and then when I wasn't writing I was procrastinating but when I was procrastinating I was procrastinating in the best way I was watching tons of movies I was listening to tons of Howard Stern interviews uh I don't have Sirius XM radio but what I would do is I listen on YouTube so I listen to interviews with everybody you can imagine uh and by everybody, I guess I just mean people in entertainment. But uh, I listened to a million gazillion interviews on the, uh, on the Howard Stern show. They are incredible. You should totally listen. And uh, just go to YouTube and whatever. You'll figure it out. <laughs> www. Just kidding. Um, I saw the movie Top 5 on Christmas Day. I guarantee you, Top 5 is the best movie of the year. I swear to fucking God, if you don't agree, challenge me. What's your favorite movie of 2014? Tweet me at Alexi Wasser. My second favorite movie of 2014 is a movie called Listen Up, Philip, written and directed by a guy named Alex Ross Perry. He's got three names. He's a serious guy. 
Um, oh, God. Oh, and another thing. So this weekend, I got into a bit of trouble. Not serious trouble, but whatever. I slightly embarrassed myself. And I have a tendency to, well, this is good for people who called in earlier because maybe this will help you. Because I follow my own advice that I give. The reason I feel like I have good advice to give is because I am constantly asking for advice and giving myself advice and taking it and seeing how it works and then talking about it with my therapist. So I swear to God, like, you know, this is all coming from a, this is, you're, you're going to the right person. But anyway, so I got into a situation and I kind of felt like I like I wasn't my best, right? And I have a tendency to be very hard on myself. And the problem is, yeah, something weird happened over the weekend that I'm not, like, completely proud of. But the worst part about it is when something bad happens that you aren't happy with, the worst part about that is when you continue to bring your shame, guilt, or embarrassment into your life uh, for, you know, days and days later, and you keep making yourself pay, and you keep spiraling, and you keep feeling horrible, because that is actually totally useless. That doesn't help you anymore. Learn from the mistake, but don't fucking carry it into every single day that goes by, and then tell all your friends, so now they have some, you know, memory of something that may or may not have happened, or wasn't as serious as you think it is. So what I decided to do was, again, like I told a girl who called earlier, you have to learn how to control your own thoughts, you can control your mood and not just feel like, oh, I have to feel this way. So what I did was I needed to finish a work project. So I took my spiral and my guilt and my beating myself up because I have a tendency to do that and be really hard on myself. The coolest people do. Uh, Anyway, and I just went, I don't want to think about this. I don't want to think about anything, anything that makes me feel bad. What do I do? What do I do to not think about this? So I fucking threw myself into my work. I went, I don't want to think about this. I'm going to put my attention on this thing that I've been dodging because this is the only thing that'll, that'll uh, you know, keep me focused and keep me from getting back in my head and thinking about things I don't want to think about. They're not serving me. It's not serving me to think about this. And two, it's, it's too much. It's not that big of a deal anyway. So, uh, yes. So the point is, use your spiral to throw yourself into work and, and uh, you know, so you use your fucking spiral and, and feeling like shit to help you if you can, to help you pull you out of it, to help distract you. Because that was, thank God. Then I thought, oh, this is great. I, I, should, have a, I should have an embarrassing moment every weekend if it, if it helps me finish this uh, major project that I've been procrastinating and keeping myself from doing for a while. This is fantastic. Um, okay. To finish my original thought, the things that I were, was obsessed with this holiday season are these things. Jerry Seinfeld's web series called Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. It's hilarious. I, I watched every single one. It's amazing. John Favreau has a, had, a, had a TV show. Uh, it's no longer on the air, but you can find it on YouTube, and it's called Dinner for Five, and it's where he interviews. He has like a dinner party uh, for five people, and they're all, you know, they're actors, they're writers, they're directors, they're producers, and they're just, it's just a conversation over dinner, and it's, hilarious and smart and you just learn so many things and then like I said the Howard Stern interviews so there you have it I got a few more tweets checking it out blah 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 nobody cares uh I'm gonna wrap up I'm gonna wrap up the show but first I'm gonna take this last call area code 818 who are you what are you doing what's happening hello can you hear me hello yes what's your name how old are you and where are you calling from you're the final call of the night oh man <laughs> uh it's I know. Chad from Studio City 
Chad from Studio City, you, you, you have definitely called in a couple times before. What's happening? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is the first show of the year, right? This is the first show of the year. How old are you, by the way? I'm 20. You're 20. Oh, my God. Isn't that 20. life? Just, how good does that feel? Does that feel great, or you don't even know how great it is to be 20? I don't think I know how great it is yet. Maybe I'll look back <laughs> sometime yeah. in the future and realize how good I had it. Yeah. But it's all right. So. Just can't complain. Well, what's up? Um, so last time I called was a few weeks ago, I believe. I was telling you about a girl I was seeing who uh, suddenly stopped communicating with me and, and basically cut me off after a few after a few dates. Do you remember that? Does that sound familiar? <laughs> I remember. You don't remember? I remember. I remember. You 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 do remember. I said I remember. That's why I made those sound effects. Yeah. Okay, I thought that was just your phone break. Your phone breaking up or something like that. No. <laughs> what, what? So what happened? Yeah, yeah. What about her? So, so, so the girl fell off uh, the face of the earth, and then what happened? Yeah, completely fell off the face of the earth. Went missing. And basically, uh, on New Year's, New Year's Day, or uh, New Year's, what was it? Uh, New Year's Day, I believe. Yeah, I was so, you know, a little bit vulnerable, <laughs> a little, a little lonely. I hadn't had my uh, New Year's kiss, so to say. So, yeah. um, I basically, I just, I texted her out of the blue, inviting her to a party. I, like, I had no idea she'd respond. I was kind of just like sending it out there, you know what I mean? And uh mm-hmm. turns out she responded not too not not too much later, basically telling me how she was sorry, how she cut me off and just that and the other and that she tried to come if she could. So I told her to just forget about it and maybe we could get lunch sometime soon. So a couple of days later we went out and um it went really well. It went really well. We had a we had a nice little lunch date, went to a little coffee shop, then we went to a bookstore, we hung out, it was fun. And now we're okay. going to go out again. Now we're going to go out okay. again this weekend. Have you guys kissed? We're gonna... What's that? Have you guys kissed or made out or had sex or been naked together? We had sex a few times. This was before so, this, she this, we, we, Yeah, we yeah, we had sex a few times before she decided to go run off and do whatever it is she was doing. And uh, okay. leave me out to and dry. That so this was great. So that happened. Now she's back in your life. Now you're going to give it another go. So this was great. So... There's no problem. Yeah. I mean, there's no problem. I guess I guess there's no problem, but I'm just I don't know. I'm a little bit self-conscious because I actually like her. That that that's the problem. You know what I mean? Like I actually like her, and uh, I don't know. Like I kind of don't want to open myself up and have that happen again because like I can I just I can just get the feeling that at any given moment like I may just never hear from her again. Like just you know what. Before. I know what you're talking yeah, I mean, about because I I totally know what you mean because I I've been in the same position where people have kind of fallen off the face of the earth, come back in my life, and then I have a crush on them again. That's actually something I I can totally relate to what you're talking about completely. Yeah. Here's the here's the thing: as somebody who can relate to what you're talking about, mm-hmm. don't worry, don't overthink it, and be like, I don't know, I I don't want to open myself up, I might get hurt, blah blah. Just be happy that you can even like have these feelings and take the right, take right. the chance. Yeah. Maybe you'll get hurt, but whatever. Like you can have your head sewn on straight while this is all happening. Just have an awareness. Like, yeah, she could go away. Yeah. Logically she could go away again. 
maybe maybe you guys could communicate about it about it more, and she won't just fall off the face of the earth. But that happens. Like people, you don't. Uh, that happened with a friend of mine. He was dating a girl for a second. They went on like two or three dates, and then she kind of went away. And yeah. it's because she was dating and she was dating another guy, and then that ended. And then she went, uh-huh. you know, she she got reconnected with with my friend. And life happens like that, and it's no big deal. So just keep being open to it, and if it doesn't work out again, at least you tried, and you know that you can bounce back and have feelings, and, you know, don't be too mad. Like, this is just, it's all just unfolding, so don't overthink it too much. And, like, and the thing is, even if you date this girl for, like, years, you guys could break up years from now, and yeah. and then you, and then you'd have to pick yourself up all over again and get out there again. And you know what? You could even do it then, too. So just the heart is uh, delicate, but it's malleable, and it 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 it, 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 it regenerates. Like it it'll it mends itself, and and that's exciting. So you, you you love someone, you get hurt. You have a crush on someone, you get hurt. You fall down, you get back up. Blah blah blah. This is like some kind of like pink song. I'm like writing some pink song. I don't know. Okay, but it'll be fun. <laughs> Just keep hanging out with her. Definitely. All right, and, be, and also be happy that, that somebody is actually, like, returning your phone calls or texting you back that you like and, and like, you know, it's, that you're hanging out with. That's that's enough for now. That's lovely. That's a lovely thing. So I'm leaving you you're on right. that note. Guess... Oh, no, he's gone. All right. I went over the hour. It's 1013. I'm going to wrap up the show right now. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in to uh first episode of the of, of 2015 the first episode of boy crazy radio in 2015 uh join me again next wednesday same time same place boycrazyradio.com uh holy shit sponsored by i'mboycrazy.com visit my website where all this is born from follow me on instagram and twitter at alexi wasser you can subscribe to boy crazy radio on itunes yeah motherfucking itunes if you want to send me your questions Feel free to send me your questions, your concerns, your love, your sex, whatever questions you have about whatever, to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. And uh, Boy Crazy Radio is a listener-supported show, so if you like the show and you want to make a donation, go to imboycrazy.com and click Donate on the right-hand side. That's totally welcomed and appreciated and uh, loved if you do that. And uh, there you go. You know what, guys? I'm going to play us out with a song. I am going to play us out with a song. And here it is. Holy shit, guys. Holy shit. Where is the song that I want to play? Here we go. You guys, I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. Yeah. Horse. Hey, 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 extra-
bitch chopping dog. Why you wanna go flex? Like you all in the mix, like you got some popping off. I got some models that you see up in the movies and they wanna make a flip for the camera. Yeah, wanna be Kim Kardashian. Heard I was living like a bachelor. I don't got no type. Nah. Baby, this is the only thing that I like. You ain't got no life. Nah. Cups with the ice and we do this every night. Hey, I ain't check the price. I got it. I make my own money, so I spend it how I like. I'm just living life. Hey, hey, hey. And let my mama tell it, I ain't living right. No, spend it how I like. Yeah, spending every night. Yeah, push start the wheel. Hey, brought it straight to life. Kind of life, blowing on the. Kill them out of sight. I'm gone. I don't check the price. Do a swipe. Woo. She say, what you type? Yeah. I said, I like what I like. Yeah. I don't second guess. Nah. nah. I just roll the dice. Keep it moving. Keep your two cents. Hey. Take your own advice. Hey. I've been living life. Yeah. Like I live twice. I don't got no type. Nah. Big news! The new Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, $30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, $50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for $40. And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer end 1716-721818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio. Reward card requires online registration.